Hello, my name is Father Ed Feliski from the San Alfonso Retreat House in Long Branch, New Jersey. Today the church celebrates the fourth Sunday of Easter, and so I would like to begin with our gospel reading taken from today's liturgy. This is taken from the Holy Gospel according to John chapter 10, verses 1 to 10. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, Whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice, as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus again said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> in today's Gospel, we hear Jesus talking to us about shepherds. He uses very simple examples that his listeners would understand. Sheep were a major part of Israel, Israel's culture. The examples that Jesus uses are easy enough for us to understand too, even if we never have been any closer to a sheep than putting on our favorite woolen sweater. Modern shepherds often control their sheep with dogs or horses or even pickup trucks. But shepherds in the ancient world didn't have such methods, and they guarded and guided their sheep themselves. Shepherds make their living by caring for sheep, and since sheep require full-time care, the shepherds were together constantly with their sheep. They literally lived with their sheep. They had no days off, and they had no time off. Shepherds and sheep were inseparable. Old-time shepherds gave each lamb its own name, just like we give names to our pets. Like our pets recognize our voice and come running when we call them, so too the sheep came running when their shepherd called. Even though we do not see real sheep and shepherds very often today, still the image of the good shepherd is one of the most comforting images in all of the scriptures. Psalm 23 is perhaps the most familiar psalm, and that psalm says, The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Jesus approaches the ideas he wants to communicate from several aspects. Today's first parable compares Jesus to the shepherd whose voice the sheep recognize and whom they follow. Each of us is important to him. As he tells us, the shepherd calls each of us by name. 
The image sort of reminds us of the one lost sheep out of the flock of 100, and the shepherd leaves the 99 in the wilderness to go looking for that lost sheep. We can read about that in Luke's Gospel, chapter 15. Jesus loves each of us personally, and he calls us to follow him. In the second part of today's Gospel, Jesus compares himself to the gate into the sheepfold. Gates serve the same function as, for example, a door. Think of how important doors are. Perhaps we take them for granted, but a door allows us to enter into a safe place while it keeps others out who do not belong there. Jesus is telling us that just as doors and gates are important, so is he. When he is part of our comings and goings, when we make him central in our lives, when we ask his blessing on all of our activities, our life will be secure and our happiness will be ensured. Jesus' way is the only way. As he said at the Last Supper, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The most important verse for me in today's gospel is this final verse. It goes like this. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. We all experience losses and disappointments in this life. No matter who we are, rich or poor, young or old, we seek to find fulfillment. Sometimes we succeed, sometimes we fail. Here in this verse, Jesus gives us the promise of the fullness of life. Just knowing ourselves to be one with him introduces us to that more abundant life. In the end, what God has planned for us is beyond our comprehension. From what I've read about people who have had near-death experiences or people who have actually claimed to have died and have come back to life, they have maybe have found themselves getting a glimpse of heaven. These people usually do not want to come back to this life. After that experience, they're no longer afraid to die, especially as life goes on and we lose friends and we lose family members, when we lose our physical and mental abilities, and when the things that we took for granted in our youth, they're no longer a given. We have to keep remembering that Jesus is our life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. How can we receive that life? Only, John tells us, only by believing in Jesus. As natural life was given, when God breathed his breath, his spirit into the dust of the earth, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, as God breathed his life into this clay of the earth, so eternal life is given when Jesus breathes forth God's Holy Spirit upon his disciples. The Holy Spirit is the life-giving force, the spirit given after Jesus has conquered death. Through the ages, the spirit is given through the living waters of baptism. And this eternal life is nourished by the body and blood of Jesus in the Eucharist. So strong, so enduring, so eternal is this life that even death cannot destroy it. Jesus says, whoever feeds on this bread and whoever feeds on my flesh will live forever. 
John chapter 6, verse 51. Oh yes, you will die the death of the flesh. All of us are mortal and all of us will die. But despite that, you whose life in Christ is nourished by his sacramental body and blood, you will continue to live that life beyond the grave. May you have the life promised by Jesus to all who follow him, and may you have this life to the full. God bless you, and may you have a wonderful day.